detective. Thrill me. Tonight, there can only be one, and that is Highlander from 1986. Gents, how are we? Jared? Hey, it's time for the gathering. <laughs> oh, nice. There's a quickening will be involved. So we had two it can be sure. only one, but there's four of us. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Now, we, we, are, uh, we have a uh, special guest here tonight. His pick, Matty Kay. How are you, mate? Oh, sensational. Long-time listener, first-time podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for dishing out this <laughs> to kick us off. Yeah. He belongs. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, perfect way to start. Now, we're going to get into We've got a fair bit to cover. Before we get into what we've been watching, just wanted to give a bit of um, shout-out to some people who contacted us recently. One of our long-time listeners, Ali, contacted me again. He's just gave it a see another rap, and he also threw out another movie for us to put on the on the podcast, Robocop. Mm-hmm. The original, not remake. No, the original, oh. definitely the original. I'm so yeah, it's it. a definite, it's a definite, and should be on fairly soon. But thanks for getting in contact with us, Ali. We also received some feedback from uh, Brandon. Uh, first time he, he said he's been listening to us for a while, and he got in contact with us, with us for the first time. Mate, the feedback from him was excellent, uh, which is really really good to hear. So thanks for that, Brandon. But he also mentioned a um, a podcast that he's been doing. It's very good. Yeah, it's called Nostalgia Be Damned. Definitely check it out if you enjoy your your uh, movie podcasts. When I do, when I listen to a podcast, I always like it to sort of feel like you kind of walked into a room and there's a couple of people sitting around having a chat, and yeah. you're just kind of there, and it's exactly like that. Yeah, now, I, I, I think we've tried to do that here. To very levels of success. Yeah, they're better than us. Let's put that out there. But those guys are exactly what I would have wanted to hear. It's yeah. like yeah. I kind of walked in and they're just talking, and it's it's really really enjoyable. So yeah, I've listened to uh, five of them, but they had me at Batman Forever. Oh, I've, I've got more. I just finished Batman Forever, but I did Space Jam, and yeah, I can't. Remember I haven't done was. Batman Forever, but they're, they're she's had them. a couple of winners there, and now what she did last summer, I was just pissing my pants. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Brandon, thanks for getting in touch with us, mate. Thanks for the uh, the really good feedback and uh, mate we'll keep listening to your podcast i'm sure quick whip round of what we've been watching maddie uh well, after the conor mcgregor fight i decided oh the debacle anyway <laughs> i decided to check on southpaw and Ooh. uh really interested in how much they dragged out the pain for old uh gillenhall yeah. uh before it uh descended into uh, a, li- a little bit of a fight back on his behalf yeah but uh yeah really enjoyed that yeah and, yeah, a few other things, but uh, escape me right now. So. <laughs> well prepared. Excited for Highlander. Don't worry, don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. You belong, man. <laughs> we are usually never prepared. So, Gibbo, a uh, few things. I Laundry watched. list, man. No, 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 nothing like that. Don't be silly. I watched the first season of Glow. What do you think? Oh, yeah, loved it. Yeah, really big fan. Um, I watched it with Rise on. She loved it. Yeah. Um, so much so I went and watched the Glow documentary. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, not as good as the no, show, no, of course, but, but it was you, interesting. You can see where they draw the similarities and where they got the character ideas and stuff from because it's obviously not like for like. But it's a pretty good documentary. Like it was fine to watch. I watched Arrival, which is the what's her name Amy oh, Adams. Amy Adams. Um, good, Jeremy, sci-fi. Yeah. It's my favorite movie of the year. Oh really? Loved it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it might be one of those things. It might not be for everyone, but mate, it's really smart. Just a little bit different sci-fi. Really good sort of uh, story kick in there that you just sort of don't really see coming unless you're really looking for it. No. Um, it'd be pretty interesting to watch on the second go around, I'd say. Watched John Wick 2. What was that like? Yeah. 
Not impressed. Oh, no? really? Nah, I was really, oh, man, I I was loved pretty it. disappointed. I loved it. You can only watch someone run at someone who has a gun instead of shooting them from far away so many times before you just think that something's gone terribly wrong. Yeah, and they're the probably about halfway there, I reckon. <laughs> well, like the fight choreography, like it's obviously really well done. Like the, sh- the stunts and everything in it are really good, but... Like, there's 20 guys all around him, and they all run at him so that he can punch them when they're all holding guns. Mm. It just, it beggars belief at this point. It just seems silly, and I, I know everyone loved that movie, and I, I love the first one. Um, it had a little bit of that going, but this one, it just feels like it's just a non-stop just parade of people making shit decisions. The director's um, going to be doing the Highlander remake, too, funnily enough. But oh, it could be, mate, I'm a big fan of, um, I can't remember his name. Chad Stolesky or something. Stolesky, yeah. I think it is, yeah. He's, he's really good. It's just... He couldn't possibly just... be Russell Mulcahy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. No, I don't know. I, like, I went in there thinking this is going to be ultimate. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It was probably like a 6 out of 10, something like that. I just got the shits by the end of it, just wondering why I couldn't come up with a better excuse for yeah. people to fight. You know, Must have just... had enough sleep that day, mate. Oh, I don't know. Something I mean, was off. It's just... Definitely wasn't the movie. It was it you. It wasn't there for me. I don't know. I've continued watching a bit of Black Sails, which I've mentioned to you guys before. Yeah. Bit of a slog. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's trying to be really smart, and it's not... <laughs> so it's just really confusing a lot of the time, and it's kind of hard to watch. But I'm, you know, I'm like, but you got to get through. You got to get through. Is this on um, Stan? Yes. Uh, yeah. Fuck Stan. Good old Stan. <laughs> <laughs> You'll check it out. I'm sure. Yeah, some yeah, stage, some right, stage. I, I cannot. I cannot. I will not part with my ten dollars. No, <laughs> you will. Matter of time. <laughs> I finished yeah. season two. They'll pull of, me in eventually. <laughs> finished season two of Shooter on um, Netflix. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I've heard it's, nothing but good things. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's surprising. It's one of those ones you think it'd just be B grade sort of slot, but it's yeah, it's way better than Black Sails in terms of the writing and how it's how it's paced and everything. And again, Ryan, Ryan Philippe, actually not bad. Yeah. Uh, and then I watched Concussion. The Wilson oh yeah, yeah. NFL how was that, mate? If that's a true story, fuck. <laughs> the NFL <laughs> has so much to answer for. Like I, I'm sure again, there's they've taken some liberties with the um, storytelling, but yeah. Some of the shit they tried to sweep under the rugs, just basically being racist because this guy was from Nigeria instead of from America and just not even knowing what they're talking about. Like he was more qualified than anyone that was trying to debunk him, but because he wasn't American, they just tried to sweep it under the rug and Roger Goodell is just a dickhead, to be honest. Like, some of the stuff they pulled is just, I don't know, there might be a lot of stuff taken for, uh, for license to make it a bit more entertaining, but if that's accurate or even close... I don't know how you can sleep at night when you're doing that to people for money. It's yeah, yeah, it's pretty sad. It's a good movie. I mean, it's exactly what you'd expect. Yeah, but yeah, it's fine. I mean, that sort of concussion issue has been floating around for the last couple of years, hasn't it? Yeah, well, there was even when that happened, which I think was 2002. I think the start of when it sort of all came up, and they were saying that the NFL had known about it for years and years prior, and just kept sweeping under the rug. And they did some tests with like crash test dummies and and monkeys, and said there was no way you could possibly have any kind of injury from head trauma. That's long lasting. They said there's none. Like it's basically like a paper cut. Like, and it's just wow, guys, come on. Right. <laughs> so anyway, um, but yeah, the, the, the movie's good. So that was me. Yeah, right. Um, so I watched uh, Netflix original one called Message from the King, which was uh, Chadwick Boseman, and he's, he plays. Oh, yeah. A I've South, over it a few yeah, times. he plays a South African dude that turns up in L- LA to um, find his sister, but she's died of a drug overdose, so he just starts taking revenge on. The dealers and stuff, and it's yeah, it's pretty full on. Like, there's some really good scenes in it early, but it, it, it hits this point where it really starts to drag. Um, but there's a there's another sort of kicker at the end that makes you kind of look at your expectations and think, 
I sort of thought to myself, I'm a bit of a shit person, to be honest. <laughs> some of the some of the things I just assumed because of the, you know the the races involved and the characters and things mm. like that. But yeah, yeah worth a look. Um, I went back and watched Josie and the Pussycats. Oh Jesus, Joe! <laughs> I, seriously, I hated this movie when I was younger, but it's pretty damn good. Like I, like, no, it's not. No, it is. I, I'm throwing it out there. It's bloody good. It's actually a really because obviously when I was younger, it was made by the people that made Can't Hardly Wait. So I was like, "This is going to be funny as hell." And it was just I missed all the I missed all the satire. It's a pretty bang on satire of like the music industry and stuff. It's actually really funny on second viewing. Is it on Netflix? Uh, Stan, I think. Right. <laughs> right. So uh, yeah, I yeah, you're gonna have to invest. I'm gonna have to. I went back thanks to our our friends at the um at Nostalgia Be Damned. I actually went back and watched. I know what you did last summer before listening to the episode. Another one of my old favourites said, uh, yeah, I was left a little bit cold this time around, uh, but not cold enough not to watch. I still know what this last summer, which was left me oh, even colder. No, no one's that cold. Lord. It was horrendous. Um, uh, it was the 25th anniversary of the Batman animated series, so I thought I'll just I'll just revisit a couple of episodes. I ended up watching about 30. Right. So <laughs> I've gone back to a couple of classics there. Still just so good. For a kid's show, the storytelling is just... I mean, they've never done Batman better. It's ridiculous how good it was. Yeah. I saw It, which I believe yes, you also I did, saw. Yes. Um, I was a big fan. Yeah, sensation. Yeah, this man, our special guest, saw it with me, and we were both sort of enjoying. There's something that was on your oh, on your slate. Yeah, no, I, know. I got nervous. Um, the, um, that beginning, the beginning of it, you just feel like you're in an episode of Stranger Things. You walk yeah, in, yeah. all set up, yeah. like with the posters everywhere. I loved it. Yeah, I was a big fan, and it was uh, funnier than I'd anticipated yeah. as well. They really captured that sort of group of friends and coming of age and all that sort of stuff. So that's good because I heard I was, I was hearing that everyone was like like pooping and saying it was shit. So I'm, ah, I'm, I'm ah, for it. Ah, I was keen as. Oh, it's, really, it. it's really good. I really, that, really. They did it. the right thing. They've right from the beginning when you've got that scene with uh, with the uh, arm getting ripped, uh, getting ripped. The off little of kid it. in the. They've just changed it. They've completely taken it and twisted it to slightly, but enough to let you know you're in a different movie than the one you originally saw. Oh, that's mm. good then, because yeah, I was a bit upset that it was not as good. No, no, it's bloody good. Oh, good I, I think they took a couple of made a couple of really good changes too. Yeah. In the book, it was set in '56, and then. Early eighties, yeah, and then what they did this time is they actually made the young kids in the eighties, and the the second part will be in present day, two thousand seventeen, two thousand fifteen. So I, I really like that, and it worked out really well. I the, the whole idea of Pennywise, the the difference, you know, people were talking about the Tim Curry version that was in the TV mm. show, which you touched on back in the day. That apart from Tim Curry, the TV version's got some problems, yeah, and it has. The movie version is ten times better in terms of that. But if I had to pick a Pennywise, I'd still yeah, still go with Tim Curry. Oh, I yeah. still because because the, he feels yeah. real, like a, a normal yeah. clown yeah. that then goes a little bit off. Whereas in this one, he was kind of off. He's from sitting, the yeah, he's sitting in that sewer, drawing, yeah, yeah drawing, yeah. and, yeah. and like talking in this weird sort yeah. of voice. Still a really good performance. I'm not not knocking that. They're just different. They're yeah, just they're very different. they're very different. But the the thing that this one had in its favour too was that the money. Yeah, the money, like, yeah, definitely. Cinema money, this Pennywise had some creepy stuff that was can just be attributed to the effects. That, yeah. But, yeah, the, the last two that I saw were um, I saw Captain Underpants. I went with the kids and saw that. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually good. Like, my son is, is all over those books at the moment. And yeah. so the movie was pretty close to it and, um, yeah, pretty enjoyable. Uh, the Emoji movie. Not so enjoyable. <laughs> How did you do Holy that? Holy shit. Well, the kids had seen it, 
the kids had seen a preview and were just like, ha ha, funny, smiling faces, let's go and watch this. Fucking dreadful. Did they it even get awful. anything out no, of it? No, I don't even think they liked it, to be honest. How did that get greenlit, though? Oh, with, with advertising I don't know. Right? But oh. how do you get, I mean, how do you write that script and then have Patrick Stewart say, yeah, yeah, I'll be the poo emoji? He's got mortgage payments. So just yeah, that was that was it. Just I'll leave it on that note. Just don't, don't do it. There's some real peaks and valleys in there. Yeah, (laughs) I'm assuming the whole thing was the poo emoji. (laughs) Pretty much. Okay, obviously I saw it. Uh, I saw a couple more episodes of The Mist on Netflix. Yeah, it's look, it's got potential. But it's like a lot of those things. They start taking that Walking Dead approach, yeah. where everyone sort of sits around and dribbles on about what we're going to do, how we're going to escape. Yeah, yeah, and it it doesn't it doesn't really work very well because like, it's cheap yeah. too. In comparison, if you're looking at the dollars that are being spent on Walking Dead in comparison to something like this, it's kind of like yeah, it's a little cheap. Yeah. Uh, and the only other thing I saw was a Netflix documentary called "Don't Speak," and it was about the freedom of free press, or it was about free press. Really, really interesting because it was all about the whole Gawker, um, Hulk Hogan sex tape thing. <laughs> of course, it was with Bubba the Love Sponge. <laughs> yeah, that was the opening. That was the opening gambit. But it turned out that Rich, the, this his whole his whole um, his whole defence was, was bankrolled by this multi billionaire who'd been screwed by Gawker in the past. Mm. And so that's what they were saying: is that no, you can no longer report things in the press without these rich people in the background getting the shits and buying up whatever they want and then destroying it. Yeah. But I've never laughed so hard as they sat there with Hulk Hogan in the courtroom and he's talking (laughs) about how Hulk Hogan's, Hulk Hogan's, you know, he's a character. Yeah. Um, But you said he had a 10-inch penis. Hulk Hogan's got a 10-inch penis, but Terry Belay Belay has not got a 10-inch penis. (laughs) (laughs) The lawyer's going, are you serious? (laughs) He's like, yeah, Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan, yeah, he talks up of his sexual conquest, but Terry Belay. I'm just like, fuck's sake. He's a gentleman. (laughs) (laughs) Terry would never tell. Terry Belay will take you out for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) I believe your bourbon's I ate too much pork as well. (laughs) I'd love it if he finished the the, uh, court case with Hogan knows me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he he won. He won comfortably. He won 100 million bucks or something. That's what was the payout. It'll work out. But uh, that's it for me. Mm All right. Strap yourselves in. The quickening, the gathering, whatever the hell it's about. And let's get to (laughs) the trailer for Highlander. For 500 years, they have waited for this day. Two immortals able to survive anything but each other. Highlander. Starring Christopher Lambert and Sean Connery. Featuring original songs by Queen. Highlander. There can be only one rated R. Now playing at a theater near you. Highlander from 1986. Directed by Russell Mulcahy. Australian Russell Mulcahy, I believe. Mm. Who did uh, the Killer Pig movie, Razorback? Oh, wow. <laughs> More style. <laughs> and Res- Resident Evil Extinction. Uh, produced by Peter S. Davis and William Panzar, who did all the Highlander films and the TV series. I thought they, they said there was only one, but there's just like four movies and yeah, yeah. 500 TV episodes. And yep. It's written by... The TV show went for six seasons, didn't it? Written by Gregory Whedon, who did Backdraft, um, and Larry Ferguson, who did The Hunt for Red October. 
Stars Christopher Lambert as Connor McLeod and Russell Nash. Sean Connery as Juan Sanchez Villalobos. <laughs> 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 oh, the Egyptian Scotsman. Best introduction ever. Spaniard, if you've got Spaniard. Oh, buy a Spaniard. Nancy Brown as Victor Kruger, is it? Or the Kurgan? The Kurgan. And Roxanne Hart as Brenda White. It was budgeted at $16 million and made $12 million at the box office. Now, wow. we, were, we were speaking about Hulk Hogan. It's a mate. It's a stayer. Yeah. Cult classic. It is a great life. It got a lot of love on video, I believe. Uh, it's yeah. weird. Now, we were talking about Hulk Hogan before. According to Hulk Hogan, he was offered the part of Conor McLeod. You as in his Scottish accent? <laughs> Wouldn't have been a worse actor oh. than uh, Christopher Lambert, though. So. Yeah, he would have. I mean, yeah. we've seen. And it'd be a fucking two. It'd be a bit Lambert's performance was subtle. Hulk still would have missed that. Subtle? That's one word for it. It was a subtle blue steel from start to finish. You can just see him bringing in his cousin. I'll not forget your brother. He'd be talking about his pine logs and all that bullshit. Imagine the outfits he'd bust out of his. <laughs> he's he, away. He, he <laughs> said he said he, he turned it down to focus on his wrestling career. That's yeah. Worked out yeah, all right that, for him. That, that turned out all right for him. Lambert did shoot a superstar after this. Well, time, so. the Hulkster's still starring in sex tapes, and Lambert's not starring in anything. So, <laughs> did he ever? <laughs> My Lambert was, you know, he was hot for a couple of years. He was. I still not that long, why. but he was. He was hot. All right, Maddie. Considering this is your pick, mate, give us your general thoughts and your score out of five on Highlander. All right, so. I guess this is one of those movies that uh, does is painted with a nostalgia brush. Let's be honest. The um, it it starts off. You've got you've got uh, probably the ugliest wrestlers of all time uh, getting into it, but uh, he's just got no interest. Like you find, I found Conor McLeod just uh, to begin with is uh, really unlikable. The but as the movie goes on, I guess, and you understand him a bit more, and you understand the pain that he's going through, and, and the burden, the burden he has, the burden, that's right, the burden that's on his shoulders. you sort of you start to he becomes a lot more likable. The um, the yeah, overall, I guess the I'm on everything or no, nah, just a, what, overall. Okay, so score out of five, I'm going to give it uh, three point seven five. Three quarters. Because I can't give it a four, <laughs> I don't want to give it a three and a half. Very specific. Very good. I like it. He's a detail guy. All right. Okay, Gibbo. You're going to counter. You're going to counter that. I'm going to counter. With a parry and a thrust. Uh, You're going to be the Kurgan of this podcast. I'm definitely the Kurgan of this one. Um, yeah, it's, it, as Maddie said, the nostalgia brush, it's probably needs to be laid on pretty quick to see the movie. But, um, oh, yeah, Christopher Lambert's acting is just no explanation. I believe it's Lambert. Lambert. <laughs> Yeah. If we're getting into the Christo actual Lambert. Um, Bob Shaw. Sounds like a cheese. He's fucking terrible. And the, the editing in this Jesus. movie, like obviously you've got, you've got to give them the pass for the special effects and stuff like that. But the, the way they cut the movie together is nothing short of just inexplicable. And I don't know, I, I'm not a big fan. I don't know if you're getting that. Uh, <laughs> It's coming um, through. It, there's some entertaining bits. There's obviously some, like, I don't know, some of them are really uh, supposed to be deliberate, but there's some really funny shit in here. And then there's some just painfully <laughs> awkward shit as well. Uh, I'm probably like a, like a two and a half out of five. Two and a half. That's actually not bad, because I was expecting, like, I was bordering yeah, on two. I thought you were going down to the ones. Nah. 
was going to get a two, but two and a half. Because right. I did have a, I had, no, I don't even know how I had a good time. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Okay. Well, the, I, I had a bit of the nostalgia brush with this one too. Like, I this You're was a, this was a favourite. Oh, I'm close. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, you it's uh, as Maddie Maddie summed it up perfectly when we spoke to, spoke about it before. There's a lot of things that you just have to let slide, but if you do, it's a hell of a lot of fun. And like Russell Mulcahy, in a way, was the perfect director because the script is not super deep, so. He's a bloke that's, uh, you know, noted for style over substance, mm. and he laid the style on like a fucking... It was like a music video the it whole was, way yeah. through. So you get these sort of little moments, and then you're thinking, oh, shit, they're losing me. But then there's a fight, and it's fucking on. The cameras <laughs> are flying everywhere. There's sparks and swords. There's fucking smoke yeah, everywhere. The guy, like, the guy must have fucking shares in a bloody smoke yeah. company or something. And the uh, the stuff sequence that I, is just full of it. The stuff that I thought was really silly more often than not, ended up leaving me in hysterics. So, yeah. I, f- I fucking loved it when I was watching it. I'm going for a three and a half. So three and a half. I thought you'd be high right up there. Uh, I was nearly a four. I, I, I couldn't do it either. <laughs> I, I, was, I was thinking of it, and then in my head I was just thinking, it's a kind of magic. <laughs> it's a three and a half. That's what the point of the is <laughs> I'm with you. The, the thing is just dripping with 80s style. It looks like something out of MTV. Like, it's perfectly suited to MTV. For a Robert Tepper film clip. <laughs> yeah. You can see Tepper. Yeah, you the could. Um, in the last fight, I thought he was going to shuffle through the background <laughs> and eat his chinos. Basically, it's it's a kind of a cool idea, the whole idea of Immortal and, and you know, there can only be one of mm. them and all that stuff. And the I think the action scenes are, are quite well done. And the soundtrack is fucking fantastic. Yeah, like absolutely. The simple fact is, Queen and this movie... It's like a match made in heaven, mate. They couldn't yeah. have got it more perfect if they ever wanted to, mm. to uh, one specific band to fit this sort of movie. But it's just so confusing. Right? <laughs> just don't like, think like, too hard. To me, I was just I was watching things and I was just going, "What's happening?" Like <laughs> he, he would do something, and then he'd be sitting there giving a sex eyes, and then he then he'd feed back to fucking being in the middle ages. <laughs> I'm like, right, okay. And then there'd just be some crap in the Middle Ages. Then we'd be back into present day. And I didn't really know what, what the connections were. And it finally comes, you know, by halfway through, you, you understand what it was all about. And I'm thinking, gee, that was a roundabout way to get to it. Because you know? at the start, you don't know what's going on. It's like, if this is an ancestor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know. And, and there's some shit-ass acting, too. Mm. There's some terrible acting. Mm. Like insane, man. There's some character actors in there that are fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look, that, that, that's the guys in the back that make yeah, it yeah. more palatable. Yeah. Um, Every single cop in that cracks me up throughout the whole movie. I love the guy. He was in Police Squad, the main cop. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah he, was in poli- yeah. No, he was in Police Squad, not the bald-headed guy, oh, the, the other guy. Yeah. Alan North, I think his name is. Yeah. Yeah, the older cop. He yeah. was in Police Squad. He was Frank Drebin's <laughs> captain. And all I can think about was what, yeah, he... Bubbling around with Trevor. Yeah. What did you say his name was? I think his name's Alan North. Alan North, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah that sounds right. I knew it was North something. All right, well, let's get into the likes. Okay, I'm going to kick it off. Um, it opened with the Canon logo. <laughs> I immediately got Winner. intrigued. I haven't seen that for a while. <laughs> I don't think it was actually made by them. You were expecting a Chuck Norris vehicle or something? Accidentally put yeah, the wrong yeah, DVD. Yeah, force. Shit, they put bloody Braddock missing in action too in here. <laughs> And then it opens with the opening credits yeah. to Princes of the Universe. Universe. And I was just oh, going, yeah. 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 
punching the air. But the song so fired up straight off the bat, and then it's just got this like black background with the yeah, red yeah. text just scrolling. Like, <laughs> yeah, but who on, gives a shit on the song? Who gives it's shit enough, listen to the song? I think Mark <laughs> Hay might have watched it and said, "Look, there's nothing going on in the credits. Just put this one in there, punch <laughs> it up a bit." Looks like they're real fired up. But they'd written that. So Queen had saw the movie, I thought, and then they wrote the songs. Oh, afterwards. really? So, I didn't know that. So I think they were inspired by the yeah, and it, by the credits. Movie was. <laughs> <laughs> but you can see it. You can actually, if you listen to the songs and you compare to them, what. To what is in the movie, they kind of, they kind of relate to it. It is, yeah, and 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 it's just, yeah. Queen was a, I guess you'd call them sort of like, you know, that operatic rock Mm -hmm. sort of band, and it it just hits the mark perfectly. Yeah, absolutely. Especially uh, Who Wants to Live Forever when they roll that out a couple of times in the emotional moments when Lambert goes from to. Navy blue steel. <laughs> yeah, blue steel. I'm thinking about blue steel, but I might go somewhere else. Yeah, but I'd actually forgotten about the wrestling to kick things off. I'm saying like the fabulous Freebirds strutting around the ring with the platinum poodle curls. And <laughs> I'm thinking, shit, I forgot all about this, and then. It was just a classic display of Mulcahy straight from the get-go. They're swooping, swooping over the camera. arena to Lambert, who seems to be in the only dark chair in the arena. <laughs> oh, there's, a guy sitting there's a guy sitting next to him. He's going, the wrestling. There's a bloke sitting next to him going, Come on! Stop on his throat! You've got to love it! <laughs> but the part that made me laugh was like what you said. I'm thinking, so of course... Watching the you know the fabulous freebirds strutting around in their red crackers and flexing their muscles makes him think. Oh, I remember that time when I was in a fucking sword fight, eighteen fifty or sixteen fifty or whatever. In a cutaway, yeah, rest my case. So that was the first moment of. Oh, okay, I just gotta let that up. Warriors. But then we cut back to one of the freebirds headbutting the two. <laughs> Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was excellent. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think some of that stuff, that the sweeping cameras and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what it was how how it was done in '86. I mean, these days they do it with fucking drones and all sorts of shit. Like, yeah, it's easily done. Yeah, but I mean. The style in this movie is just dripping with it. It's just yeah, yeah. incredibly atmospheric. Yeah, oh, absolutely. there's, there's uh, stuff where someone just walks into a room and Mulcahy's got a shot hanging from the roof that swings down <laughs> to, in front of the person. Oh, shit. <laughs> What's he, the What's he doing? Yeah. The yeah, <laughs> and fucking gantries and scaffolds. Down <laughs> yeah. But it actually, like a lot of times, it worked. It's it helps. Yeah. And I think you summed it up. The, the, the bottom line is this is a movie with a limited plot and they took a director who was just going to go overboard. I mean, there's one section where there's fucking doves flying out everywhere. <laughs> blokes, you know, blokes having a blue with a couple of swords and there's fucking doves flying and there's electricity going off the swords. Yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah. And they go cling and then... Well, the opening, obviously, he started with a little bit in the wrestling of that, but it really kicks up a notch in the first fight. Yeah, yeah. And it sets the tone of all the fights take place in, in these epic locations that are just perfect for shooting these yeah. fights like this one was just you know it, just, it was just a car park where every space was filled with nobody <laughs> nobody else 
there yep. just for these two guys to have a friggin' ballet with swords in the middle of it. But that just quietly, what's, awesome. what's that guy, the guy doing randomly backflip? Oh, yeah. yeah oh, no. just, that whole fight is confusing. First of all, he's in a three-piece suit. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's he right. He fights in a suit and like, come on. The buttons are done up with the <laughs> 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 At least loosen the buttons to get him for swing movement. Shit. But yeah, he's, he sort of just goes Cirque du Soleil in the middle for... <laughs> for no apparent like, reason. He's sort of got, you know, he's got... Lambert where he wants him and then he just fucking backflips for <laughs> 50 and metres to <laughs> But you, you hear the Queen music over the top it's like and he backflips into a wall of smoke and disappears. You know the best the best um best moment by far of that was before they get into the fight, you can tell that, you know, he's expecting someone or he's paranoid or whatever, and then you hear the chink and you're like Oh, he stops and looks over his shoulder, and then they have a shot of a fucking Coke can that he's just stepped on. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm pretty sure he noticed he stepped on that Coke can, and he didn't think it was someone behind him. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> he didn't check um, his neck to see. Yeah. But yeah, the the um the sword fight. That's you know the the sparks are flying. The cars are just fucking. They just showered <laughs> in sparks. Like the sword hits a car and it's just showered, and then they have like Lambert falls through the windscreen. Aside from there was there was a really terrible cut where Lambert jumps off the car and the sword comes in and that's obviously say, they've cut to another shot so they didn't yeah. cut his head off for real. <laughs> um, right for the best. But yeah, aside from that, it was all just yeah, it was all Mate, just style. Just, None of it yeah. makes sense, as Matty said. Cuts. He didn't loosen the suit. He decided to backflip. <laughs> it wasn't your classic sort of thrust and parry. As Gibo wanted a bit more technical sort of swordsmanship. But, um, yeah, yeah. The guy's wearing aviators. Yeah, yeah. You know, extremely dark car park. Like, look at and then you know, then they then they set off the sprinklers, and it's just it's it's just a it's, it's a music video from that point on, basically. I mean, smoke, steam, water, fucking whip pants, <laughs> fast cuts. <laughs> Mulcahy had the entire bag of tricks open from minute one. Yeah, you the other thing is, tipped them all out of the ground. <laughs> go, what are we going to do? Here you go, I've got a few things for you here. Yeah? yeah, the other thing too that made me, it had me laughing at this, as I said, most of the stupid things made me laugh, but the whole fight, Lambert barely makes a noise, but the other bloke, every time he moves, Ooh. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was his name? Facile. Yeah, yeah. Now, I actually think, I actually liked Clancy Brown as the villain. Yeah. And I thought at least he brought a bit of menace to the whole thing. He's, he's got that incredible nature. voice. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like he's been eating fucking rocks. And he's got a head like an Easter Island statue. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> he is. Like, they make him up a bit, but like, he can just go and be Hellboy. Yeah, yeah exactly, <laughs> yeah. Spot on. Yeah. Also, he, he, he cracks a one-arm leather jacket at one point, which I thought was pretty fashionably forward. Mm. Excellent stuff. And the, and the mesh, like, dangle slave or whatever he's got yeah. going on when he goes to church. Yeah. Oh, God, I, I actually works. remembered him. Queen probably helped him get dressed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll chuck this on. <laughs> I actually remembered him being bigger. Like, I've just got these memories of the well, Kurgan being, being absolute foot, giant. Yeah, but just the what they did with it, like when they, you know, Mulcahy, when he shot him and, you know, tried to make him look imposing, when you first see him and he's in that massive armour and stuff, mm, yeah. like, this, I think it was more the style of him and Clancy Brown's voice than mm. anything. That yeah, he's not really that Just big. made my 10-year-old me think the bloke was the biggest person yeah, I'd ever seen in my life. When he picks yeah. up the bloke in the, um, at the reception at the hotel as well, yeah. he's ever by the throat and yeah. tells him to speak to me. And he's just like holding me with one arm. It's like, eh, yeah, that sort of stuff's yeah. pretty cool too. Yeah. 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 And they yeah. cast he just that, like, yeah. He picks on that up on the sword. Yeah, he dominates everyone he yeah. comes across. And yeah. that was an example, perfect example of the shooting. You know, he's close to the camera, so he looks massive. Yeah. And the guy that they cast at the desk was a skinny little run. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. They make him very... They're sort of shooting from up underneath him as yeah. well. Like sort of shooting up at him. 
You mentioned the the rest of the the cast, the supporting mm. cast, and you're spot on. You got Clancy Brown as a villain. You got Connery in a very small role, but I mean the guy is phoning it in like you wouldn't yeah. believe. It's a confusing but he's, role. He's so, so, I though. But he's so charismatic. He's How long did you say he was there for? Week. He was there for a week. Fuck. He got bloody in, didn't he? He, he did. Well, okay, mate. He would have been bloody. He would have had a fucking second unit going. Yeah, okay. Every, everything's going. Um, but he's super charismatic. Like, yeah. the moment he walks on screen, you get interested in the bloke, even though he's phoning it in like you wouldn't believe. But I, mo- most Spanish, Egyptian, Scotsmen are really good. <laughs> 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 that explains everything, really. They also wear similar queen-like kit. Yeah. Oh, he's, mate. And he's, he's so polite. He waits yeah. until Connor's finished shagging his throat <laughs> yeah. before he jumps over the horse. He must be watching from the bush. He's like, right, I'm pushing forward. Do that to me every day. He's, um, <laughs> I, my love, I will. His <laughs> outfit, though, like, as you said, it looks kind of... Part of it was like Shakespearean outfit. <laughs> neck a, piece. Yeah, the neck piece, a dash of Zorro, a large helping of fucking village people. Like he just <laughs> he looked ludicrous. And then, as you said, he jumps over on the horse and he's like, "I'm one Sanchez Villa Lobos Ramirez." And then, you know, Lambert's trying to do the Scottish accent. He just immediately going, "This was he's fucking Spanish, whatever," and he's sounding shouldn't like the Scotsman while the Scotsman's struggling to get a word out. You know, shouldn't. Connery have been the star, perhaps? Yeah, but they couldn't get him. They couldn't afford him. <laughs> yeah, someone, said, him. someone said, we want you for more than a week. Not going to happen. He said. I'll oh, be <laughs> I actually think um, Matty's right in that Lambert, for all his kind of um, faults, he's, he's, the way he delivers it does kind of give the this... Sense of a bloke who's fucking done with emotions because he can't fucking. Are you giving deal him Keanu them. Reeves credit? Is that what yeah? I'm a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, but if it, if it was Connery, it wouldn't have worked because he'd have been too smiley and happy. Yeah. I've been I've been alive for fucking six hundred years. He's like, <laughs> yeah, you're not buying that he's burdened. Exactly, <laughs> he's loving life. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to die. He doesn't. <laughs> Everyone, you have your heart broken twice. That's what happens. Yeah. Yeah. They're all twice. Your heart's broken. So, so what you are saying? Blue steel for the rest of your life. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. That's a rule. That's a rule. I've never seen a man happier to tell us that he's lost three wives. He's lost time, you know. Like, well, he got a good sword out. Of it. <laughs> no, he said something about how busted him up inside yeah, with a yeah. smile and a fucking. Whereas yeah. Lambert, although he's you know, Connery is obviously the better actor, but you you couldn't have copped that if he was the lead role. You'd have just been sitting there going, "You're you're shitness." You cannot <laughs> wait to get into bed with that bird. <laughs> 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 Showing his shiny sword. Just quietly, I was in location heaven. Yeah, you would have been heaven. <laughs> yeah. Castles, oh. lakes, rolling green hills. You didn't have your pants on. Jesus Christ, mate. I was so excited. That was the only thing about those portions that I loved. Because the rest of it, I still didn't know what was going on. There was some... Uh, Pretty spectacular. That that training sequence with him and sweeping cameras. Oh, <laughs> some of the places there are on that unnecessary like, mountaintop training. Exactly, sequence, like yeah. you, you, the the fucking training would have been getting up there. But, <laughs> yeah. You know, the, no, it got him looks, the helicopter. It just looks fantastic. Um, are you sure? I don't think that was Connery up there. The guy was looking no. decidedly a bit more light. He was in his trailer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, a week doesn't cover me up on the top of the <laughs> hill. <laughs> <laughs> 
accents, to be honest, are a like and a dislike. They are. They're a massive like. Do you reckon, most of the laughs come from. Do you reckon they said to Connery, have you done any research, mm. accent work? Oh, fuck that. I've been here for a week. <laughs> <laughs> but for some reason, he came back to the sequel. Oh, which I refuse to watch because I enjoyed the original so much. Maybe again with that paintbrush going over it, but uh, but it's also Russell Mulcahy. It's the same crew, I think, isn't it? Yeah, Mulcahy is bad. It's fucking awful. Though. It's so bad. Michael <laughs> Ironside, um, I believe, takes that. Yeah. What about we're talking about the um, the accents? It was all encapsulated in that scene where they're on the boat. Yeah, yeah when he yeah. goes, "Oh, you stupid haggis," and then <laughs> Connery goes. Haggish? What is haggish? I eat every breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> I was just like, if you hadn't highlighted to us enough that the Spaniard is actually a Scotsman and the Scotsman's actually French, <laughs> you've just got, you've picked the perfect line that you could do to illustrate that to us even further. You've got to let things But as I said, it was so ridiculous, but I was in stitches. That I rewound that scene three times. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of cheap laughs in this movie. There, there are. I, I actually think the, the final showdown on the massive sign and the and knocking over the water tower and it goes everywhere and there's electricity and there's all that pretty average for... I mean, back then it would have been impressive, but today it's rubbish. Yeah. Where <laughs> he gets picked up in the air and all those things mm. are coming at him mm. but it's just all happening and it's really really well done I think mm. it's it's, it's a, it really ends the movie on a high yeah. because you know they've got past all that bullshit about the middle ages and everything and now just got down to the, the big business which yeah. is at the end and I think that's the best part of the movie personally <laughs> It is confusing, though, how easily Connor can be led into a trap. <laughs> <laughs> he seems to just roll into it. Oh, so he's known this girl for, what, a couple of weeks? And he's like, oh, I'd better go save her. Yeah. Nothing bad could happen He also is like, oh, she's up on a sign. If I get up there, maybe I'm cool. Connor, I'll just go up. And then she screams, doesn't say, look out. She just squeals and then waits for him to come and untie just, her. Have you learned nothing from Connery? Yeah. Yeah. It's the down the bottom screaming, you're on, you're on. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I wouldn't be in, within bloody 100 feet of the place. <laughs> the, the whole idea is there's only one of us. There can only be one of us. Well, you got to catch me. <laughs> I think the idea, though, was that... I don't know. This is what I got. It was... They tried to explain it away with, oh, this is the gathering. Yeah, everybody so now we have you get, to come together. Yeah, you get pulled together. Resolve this, but it didn't really go into it much. It kind of just said it, like, twice. Or... Yeah. Well, they don't want to overdo it, I guess. No, no, you wouldn't want to explain it. No, you wouldn't it. want to go over wouldn't want to explain the necessities of the plot too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, they basically just ran into each other randomly every now and again, like, oh, this bloke's yeah. on a bridge, I'll go and visit him, or, you know, I'll run into this guy in a car park. Oh, that's right. No, he couldn't kill him in the... In the couldn't, couldn't kill him, kill him, in, the him in the church. church. Hallowed yeah, yeah. ground. Although I did have question marks about that because I don't know. Look, I'm not I'm not in depth in my history of the church, but would a Scotsman from the 1500s have been a Catholic, Irish Catholic? Or? No, but I think it's any I think like, it's any, 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 any oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, anything that's religious symbolism yeah. or okay, fair enough. So, Which is the thing. I'll, ta- so, I'll take that. So again, it's one of those things that's a given. You have to let it. Slide. You just got to let it go. So if they, if they if they both turned out to the building, the Scientology building, <laughs> they'd have been okay. They'd be not allowed to hurt each other. No, they would have been okay because they'd have been taken to a fucking auditing session. Cut my own head off. I cut it off. We're all going to respect religion, but I'm trying to cut your head. <laughs> Any other likes? Oh, oh yeah. I, I had a fucking laundry list. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a few specific ones. 
Uh, uh, some of more, some of those will probably be in my dislikes. Oh mate, they're no all doubt. in the likes. With my with my characters again, those little characters that make it. His first wife, I'm assuming it's his wife. The ginger. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, she's sensational. Classic, <laughs> classic ginger misses. She's like, she's like, I love you. I love you going to war. And then you're the devil. <laughs> chucking rocks at him. <laughs> Doesn't take much. Well, she wanted him to die. She was going to get his house. Yeah, she goes. <laughs> she goes. Don't they say to him? Um, no, we'll let him. We'll let him go. Or we'll let him go uh, into yeah, the wilderness. Yeah, his cousin. Oh, she, she just cuts loose. We'll with banish him. Burn him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll banish him. It's going to be awful. So burn him. Can't we just leave awesome. that alone? That was piss funny. Uh, hilarious. In saying that, though, going back to that time was one of the one of the awesome things about the movies. Movie because it was like the idea that you've got these immortals fighting through hundreds of years gives you that opportunity to have them, you know, coming back in different time periods and it's kind of like it throws out the Kurgan in that awesome armour and then, you know, he comes into the 80s and it's supposed to be, what yeah. what's the, what can we do to kind of parallel that? He's in a fucking leather jacket. He <laughs> <laughs> comes straight off the bow, bad film clip. Yeah, but it was sort of, it was cool how they kept sort of, you know, they met up with each other through those time yeah. periods. I mm. thought I thought that was one of the strengths. I would have liked to have seen more different time periods. Yeah, so We only got right. three. We got... The 80, 86, we got World War II. <laughs> World War II. Yeah, we're a hero. <laughs> and, and we got the Middle Ages. Yeah. And I feel like. I'll get Elizabethan as well. Yeah, Don't forget yeah, the, yeah. the sword fight. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. That is gold. <laughs> I beg you, sir. Oh, yeah, yeah. We keep getting scared. Oh, yeah. Spanish. He's funny. And then he's like giggling to himself. Yeah, he's getting stabbed and then the bike. Well, he, he shoots his fucking he shoots his mate instead he's had enough and he blows the, the <laughs> other guy away run that was uh, yeah, there's only so many times you can stab a guy and yeah and he gets up and walks get off frustrated there's one bit when there's a police chopper and this fucking cracked me up the police chopper's watching the Kurgan and, and uh, Conor McLeod have a sword oh, yeah. fight and then they McLeod's like oh fucking having a fight and whatever and the Kurgan's like next time McLeod and he sort of runs off and then the guy on this loud freak in the helicopter goes hey Hey, wait! Get back here! It's like a comedy show or something. It's just and he's kind of, of sitting on the edge of it. Yeah, too. Like, like, hey, hey, come back! <laughs> very strange. Good. I did get a laugh out of that. Yeah. You know, the other thing I got a laugh out of was at the start of that scene where, is it Brenda? She's yeah. walking, she's following Connor mm. and he kind of you know, pulls around the corner. He's like, shh. And then the Kurgan just sort of stands up and I'm thinking, what, did he just fucking duck walk over there and you didn't notice him sort of standing within two feet of you on the ground before he walks up and goes, yeah. <laughs> and then it led, yeah, it had that little bit of a fight and then that laugh over it. Hey, wait, wait, come back here. <laughs> I'm the policeman. <laughs> um, just before that bit, the other bit I thought was pretty cool was the um, putting together of the broadsword, the Kurgan putting yeah, together yeah. his kit broadsword <laughs> out of the suitcase. Don't think that would work that well, but yeah. it's a cool idea. That's well, a dislike. That, it's funny, but it's like... Well, like, come on, that's not. I know it's just like an arming up montage, though. It's like but, he's doing that. And he's doing a little training. But he also thing. does it. His first training move, he swings around, and the sword goes. Yeah. <laughs> and rolls up and down. It's obviously not real. Yeah, no, it's, it's a shit right. design. It just looks cool. Come on, mate. Yeah. You're supposed to be the bloody villain. <laughs> yeah, waving a bloody plastic sword around. Um, the Ramirez and Kurgan sword fight. Pure, yeah. pure spectacle, but yeah, yeah. the theatrics of the Kurgan knocking the castle down around him and the yeah. lightning and everything yeah. going. I've got a dislike that Excellent. whole thing too. Yeah, though. I've got a massive one. Oh, yeah. mate, I Physics loved it. and actual, well, what would actually happen if the wall came down? Like, there's a roof. <laughs> yeah, but we're already, the roof we're already accepting that this bloke's a fucking Egyptian Spaniard by that point. <laughs> I'm 
I didn't care about that. Like, I, I, you could tell it was just bloody foam blocks rolling, <laughs> rolling in front of them. And the stuff house like is that. made of foam. The roof's like a match. You got a whole building, you knock a hole in the wall, and all of a sudden it's just a staircase. The roof just vanished. Yeah, but then you get the lightning. The lightning, the lightning cut his one head one. off from the top. That was. I'm firmly in the in the corner of that that particular fight scene. I bloody loved it. And and does my personal favourite bit is when Connery after being stabbed in the back twists around and spits on him. I don't remember ever saying spit like that was my grandfather. Because he goes, who spits like that? Someone had to teach him to spit on set. Well, Eddie had a week. Again, again, did you do any research on spitting? Oh, fuck that, I'm out of here for a week. Did you read the script? Not really. You know what I find funny about Connery being in this? He famously turned down Lord of the Rings because he didn't understand it. Oh, <laughs> didn't understand the plot. Yeah, yeah, he gets to the pages about Phil the Stag and all this sort of stuff. I was sitting there going, what are they talking about? That's, that whole scene is sincerely in my dislikes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like brushing the, kind of brushing yeah. the sand. Snorting. I'm a star. And then it turns into the, the beach scene from Rocky. Yeah, 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 that's right. You know what, though? In yeah. kilts. You know what? Only Connery could have pulled that shit off, and he didn't. He does. He does. <laughs> the only thing in the movie he didn't pull off. He's getting all excited about me and the stag, and then they take off together. I'm just thinking he's brought some fucking full-on shit from Spain with him. <laughs> <laughs> Get a load of this, Connor. <laughs> You're a stag, man. You're a stag. <laughs> I find it really difficult to believe that all of these immortals are putting their faith in Lander to uh, one that's going to save you. Yeah. Doing, like five foot three. Yeah, I'm going, look. If we're having a round table, look. Lambert's first to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The rest yeah. of us can take it. They were the one that did this. Anyway, what did Ramirez? Why did he put all his eggs in that basket? I still Seems don't strange. know. Still but also, know. Well, he only had a week. He had a week to fucking put, <laughs> put his eggs in some basket. <laughs> but there's also a sequence with the um the black guy, the other immortal. Yeah. That's the gear. Again, why doesn't he go? Why are you doing this? <laughs> Why aren't I doing it? Yeah, yeah, he should have said, was imposing. I've it could have been this. useful. Yeah, it feels like every single immortal, they're all mates except for against the curtain. Yeah, the curtain. They, when those two meet, it's like they're reaching in there. That's a joke. <laughs> oh, I'm going to reach for my sword. Oh, I'm not going to get out. Oh, I've got some grog. Like, yeah, yeah. They're not trying to cut each other's heads off. No, it's not a sword. It's a flagon, buddy. You should know me by now. <laughs> no, but they, they kind of... um. There was one part to that I liked, which was the hallowed ground stuff, because the hallowed ground allowed, um, interaction. It allowed interaction with Kurgan, where they just had to sit there and talk, because I can't cut your head off in here for some reason. But it made the other guys look like the heroes, because they were above it. They could sit there and, oh, let's have a drink, buddy, before I fucking cut your head off. Whereas the Kurgan just had to show up and cut your head off. Like yeah. It sort of separated them a little bit. Yeah. That's it. And if you listen to, to Clancy talk about that role, he said, he, I wanted to give it more depth. I'm like, you can't give that role more depth. <laughs> yeah. Just can't. Like, that's, you're right, there that's, just to cut Mate, I've stepped off. in puddles. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's puddle. Yeah. That's puddle worthy. He really couldn't have done much with that. <laughs> I also had the, uh, the sword. The fact that the woman is, is, it's the sword that gets her, that she yeah. finds that medal and goes, yeah. this is fucking 600 years old or whatever and shouldn't exist. It's better than trying to explain away to the police that I'm 400 years old. (laughs) It gets to that quicker. Like, she's chasing him for a long time without having to get into that. So, it was a really smart way to just brush over, 
hey, this this woman's in his circle for some reason. Mm. That's easily the smartest plot device of the movie. Yeah. But as yeah. I said to you, they, <laughs> they, many of them. they missed no. a chance when they finally get together of some sort of lines. Like, sword, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> uh, I believe you've got a very old sword. Yes, it's a pork sword. He could have come through with something like that. Connery would have, for sure. Connery for sure <laughs> would have rolled that out. <laughs> what else, mate? What else you got? I loved, I loved how much of a hero McLeod was. We were talking about this earlier, Jad, but the, uh, the fact that in every point in time, he's doing something heroic. He's fighting for his clan. He's killing Nazis. Yeah. He's just... And he just he Rescuing does little girls that... Yeah. God knows why they're there. They're British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's... Uh, and, then, yeah. and then he's, like, uh, melding into society the right way, you know? Like, he's not... Yeah. Like, the Kurgan, you just, like, see, he's just, like... Uh, I take what I want. Yeah, he's got prostitutes going on that he's doing kinky things with. <laughs> 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 I'm candy. Yeah, of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> he gets by in life without taking what he wants. And, and yeah, yeah, he becomes an antique stealer. <laughs> he right. gives back. He's obviously doing all right though because he's that that the apartment he's in is not. I know mm. it was fairly with sweet. his little sunken walk-in museum. Oh, part. I know. I, I did dig that. T- I did like all that it's stuff. Like yeah, you know, the fact that he kept all. These sort of trinkets from his period of time, mm-hmm. um, each period. Yeah, I had the last fight. You've kind of already mentioned yeah. it. I didn't like the, the. I've got a dislike to it, fairly heavy one. But the fact that they end up in a warehouse that is there's just Open nothing space. in it except yeah. for a bit of water on the floor yeah. Yeah. and backlit windows that you know get the opportunity to just fucking Spot blow up later on. Yeah, that was good. Um, and it's, it just allows Mulcahy to get 50 metres away and fucking sweep yeah. <laughs> like the entire fight scene like yeah. it works it's just oh, all yeah. the fight scenes are well handled yeah. for mine yeah, yeah the, bloke was a, the bloke was a very very solid uh, action sort of director yeah I mean to me all that sweeping cameras and all that sort of stuff. I mean, the movie's better for it. Yeah. It, it'd be worse if you weren't going to put in all that stuff. I mean, yeah. having them up on those on those mountains makes no fucking sense whatsoever yeah. from a training perspective. Oh, but it looks like walk. a million bucks. It yeah. just looks great. Mm. Anything else, man? That's me, I think. Oh, actually, <laughs> I had one more. It was when um, Heather was dying. Yeah, I, I like that too. It's oh, a poorly sorry. acted scene by <laughs> one bloke in particular, and the makeup is terrible. <laughs> But it's all fixed by Freddie Mercury singing over the top yeah, of it. Yeah, just brilliant. Wants to live together. Oh, mate. As you said, that's one of those ones where yeah, it just, yeah. it's directly addressing what's on screen. Yeah. And it's just like you just pick one line to sum up exactly what, yeah. is, what is wrong with Well, they should have just turned down the sound on Lambert and just let yeah, Mercury go. I don't know what yeah, story you're telling. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then just the song. Yeah, yeah, boom, got it. Yeah. Christoph's going, but I had a monologue. We got it, mate. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> no, Chris, we got it. The makeup was horrendous. The music though. in general yeah. is just amazing in that. The, the um, New York, New York version, that haunting version. Yeah, that was yeah. Cool. as well. Is, yeah. yeah, that's cool. There's some really good stuff there. I think they just basically walked her through a bakery, though, because she just had some, like, flour in her hair, <laughs> and they wrapped some cookie dough under her eyes, yeah. and, bags, and that was it. That was the aging Good makeup. Lord, mate. Good Lord. All right. Dislikes. I'm going to come straight out and say it. They're all funny. Christoph Lambert, <laughs> he is the, the lead in this film, and he's just he's just atrocious, mate. He's atrociously bad. He's uh, he's perpetually in blue steel. Yeah. He always looks like he's, you know, he's giving you the, the heavy eyes, but nothing else. So he's not mm. really acting with any other part of his face. Plus, yeah. 
His mugshot looks like a fragrance commercial. Like, <laughs> <laughs> can't they go, have you seen this guy? And it's him going, <laughs> <laughs> I like his. I think um, he's trying to be brooding again, but he just failed. His performance on the battlefield. When he's running around yeah, yelling, no fight me cowards, yeah. and then he gets stabbed and starts moaning and writhing. It <laughs> <laughs> was hilarious. That was the that that was one of the funniest scenes in the movie. Um, and his Scottish accent, I mean, fuck, the dog on the chum ads sounds more authentic than <laughs> Lambert does. <laughs> it's, it's dreadful. I've not thought about the chum ads. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Christoph's just not. He's not right for this. He's not right for anything. He's not right for filmmaking, to be honest. As Maddie said, he had the he had the um hurdle to overcome that he couldn't barely speak English at the time, I believe. Well, he look, could, but not his English actually isn't too bad at times. <clears throat> it, it isn't too bad. It's just that you gotta emote along with they, it. Um, like, that's how you act. So you know who they that they tried to get for this? They tried to get Kurt Russell to play this role was the one that I heard. Well shit, I, I gave I, it up, but he stopped it for Big China. <laughs> so win, they, win. Yeah. Now, nah, I, I, I reckon Kurt away. Russell would have been far better. Oh, because the man can act. I'm just, yeah. I'm just horrified at thinking about Lambert in Big Trouble in the It was an accident. It was a swap. <laughs> we'll give oh. you Lambert for Russell. <laughs> and Connery's like, no I'm on for two weeks then. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> uh, oh, the dialogue? Fucking hell. I, it starts with... The first time we go to the Middle Ages, mm. they're heading out for battle and there's cracking wise about how one guy urinates in his kilt yeah. and uh, bring him back in one piece. I know what piece you mean. Champagne <laughs> 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 comedy, mate. You can't even that. get the line out without laughing. That's Brilliant. a lie. <laughs> that's definitely a lie. And then that's where you can throw in the box. That's <laughs> 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 I like those cheesy, the cheesy ones. Nice to see you, and then he's just his head slams by the Kirk. Those little ones. I love to be the copper who says to Lambert, Are you gay? Why? Are you trolling for a piece of God. That'll interact. Well, after seeing your mugshot, mate. I actually, the funniest line for me was when they're in the church, and he's like, Nice to see you, Kurgan. And then he. Goes, what do you want? <laughs> and then Kurgan goes, your head. And I'm thinking, if any question ever needed to go unasked, that was it. He's been after your head for 400 years, mate. <laughs> what do you think he You're wants? The only two left. I'm pretty sure we know he's after. <laughs> Are you hoping? Are you hoping he might go? Oh, nothing. <laughs> I just want to say good day, mate. Just check in on you, you know? Pay my respects. Yeah. 400 years we've been chasing each other, cutting heads off, but nah, nah, not this time. I'm just here for the communion. No. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. While we're talking about ridiculous, can we touch on uh, Lambert's outfit when we start? Yes. The Jerry Seinfeld with a trench coat. Look, oh, yeah, I'm doing yeah. the exact same thing written in my notes. Jeans, joggers, and trench coat. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> he very executive. He <laughs> should. <laughs> <laughs> like, have you got to get a sword? The executive highlight. <laughs> do you want a heavy, flowing garment? If you're wrestled, okay, you do. But I'm hiding the sword. But the problem is, the problem is. He's buckled up so tight, I don't know how he can get his sword out to get involved. Because his, his jacket's always <laughs> closely yeah. belted to him. 
Where is his sword? Where is it up his ass? Hang on a second. They just know, like, we point out later on, he's fairly wealthy. There's no excuse for wearing what looks like New Balance and, ju- and uh, some Levi's and a trench coat. Just no. At the very least, it was 1986. You put some holes in those Levi's, yeah. mate. Style them up a bit. Some desert boots, mate. <laughs> <laughs> or if you, you know you go for a skivvy or something, <laughs> <laughs> okay, you'd, you would be rocking a turtleneck. It's like for sure, like them with the evil wiggle. You've had, you've had 400 years to work on your fashion. You probably could have stopped over in Paris for 50 odd years or something. <laughs> you're still in a kilt. <laughs> yeah, well, more respect for a kilt wearer. Jesus, definitely. Oh, dear. I, I think the biggest problem with this movie is the actual chopping back and forth between the time periods, because as I said early on, why not start with him in 86, him getting up, up to him getting arrested, then he can flash back to the Middle Ages, we get the whole lot of it then. It would have only been about 20 minutes. Yeah, like, the idea works really well, but some of the timing is a little bit... Yeah, it just sort yeah. of... But then we would have come back to present day and we would have understood it all. Yeah. Because we do, they keep chomping back to the Kurgan being in present day and we still haven't really met him. We've seen a, a short snippet of him in the, the battle at the start. We really don't know anything about that. And then here he is in 1986. <laughs> I'm thinking, okay, well, what's this all about? I think they could have fixed that a little bit with the editing and moved it around a little bit better and it would have made sense. But, mm. I mean, I, if it I hadn't have seen this movie before... It would have made sense. Yeah, a little bit of sense. What about um, when Connery's reading that opening <laughs> spiel? Yeah. Which kind of doesn't make sense because he's dead. But he also says, he starts talking about no one's ever known about us until now. And it's like... So A, you're dead. You wouldn't be reading that, and B, you're presenting this like it's like it's fact or something. <laughs> you in the, mood. Got it. the until now part got me more than it should have. It was a bit. <laughs> There's a lot of movies that do that though. Uh, it was yeah, but Connery reading it much better than Lambert reading it. <laughs> win win. Oh mate, he would have fucking mangled that thing. Another like, <laughs> thing I did get too. Again, splitting hairs, but. If you're immortal and McLeod and Kurgan look sort of 30 to 40-ish forever, why is Connery still an old fart? Because he's been in 2000, wasn't he? Yeah, but you're you're not ageing. So is it when you die? Yeah, I'm assuming, yeah. (laughs) He died at that age. So he wasn't a silly bastard like these (laughs) other two that got himself killed early on. Oh, I see. Okay, so you live your life. You live like as you would when you die. And then you're immortal from then on. Okay. Yeah, okay. No, because I just assumed it was because he'd been... Immortal for way longer, you just age slowly, yeah. maybe like vampire or something. Yeah, I didn't get that. I need to say these rules apply to reality. Yeah, <laughs> as I said, it's really, there was a couple of times where I was like, I started thinking about something, and then I thought, no, that's just fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here for thinking. <laughs> no one was, no worries. This movie's not for thinking, I can tell you. <laughs> the other big problem for me is Connery is his mentor, right? Mm. We spend maybe what, 10 minutes? There's 10 minutes of screen time, maybe, between the two of them. Mm. Yeah, Doing a little bit. 10, Connery 10. sort of saying, don't think or don't overthrust or something. <laughs> no, we're not sure. No, no <laughs> and then he gets killed by the Kurgan, and it's just dead silent. Like, it's yeah. just dead. Like, he gets his head cut off, and you're expecting maybe that Lambert might fire wow. up or something. Yeah, there'd be some Lambert stakes. That I don't know. But was he just off the really market? Was yeah. like, honestly. He was in the water getting the fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. <laughs> who is, who is <laughs> leaving their Who is leaving their wife alone with Sean Connery? <laughs> yeah, it's a rookie mistake. He's yeah. a James Bond. Yeah, exactly. Your missus behind. I bet one of me is sword fighting with her too before you know. Connery gets his head cut <laughs> 
Connery. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Connery gets his head cut off, and it's just kind of like, mm, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's dead, guys. Yeah. End of that. End of that. That's it. It's kind of like, well... That whole fight, you just like the. I guess the whole movie leading up to it you, the, with Sean Connery. Anyway, you're like, uh, he's gonna easily get killed. He has no confidence. He's got no faith. He hasn't got that James Bond swagger that we know of. He's just gonna get his head taken yeah, off. Yeah, and he does, no. but it's just kind of there's no payoff to it. There's nothing mm-hmm. that sort of says him and Lambert were supposed to be close because I'm yeah. assuming that's what they were going for. It's and it's weird at the end. You've got that he's having a conversation with him. So. With, with Connery about the yeah, yeah about right, what yeah. this means <clears throat> again that weird thing of oh now I can have children you didn't prepare me for that you Spanish peacock <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. just a weird throwing of <laughs> yeah I yeah. like the you know he knows everything now but he still doesn't know not to wear New Balance and leave us <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got the, all knowledge you except the last fashion <laughs> he's all in white <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's, he's looks like from a fucking Backstreet Boys. Yeah, he's gone from. Oh, well, that to that way. Summer, summer. Yeah, the sound of music. I don't know. He's decided to go for the bloody you know, boat shoes and mm. the yeah and the and the nylon pants or whatever <laughs> wear these days. The other thing too is there there is one of the most ridiculous cuts I've ever seen in my life mm. when he goes to go to out for his date. And he's getting his um tie put on, mm. and then suddenly you just get this explosion on the screen, and then we're in World War Two, yeah. and yeah, it actually yeah. explodes <laughs> out at you like three dimensionally. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It felt a bit at times that Mulcahy was just sort of like, I've got some ideas, I'm just going to try here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wanted to try this. <laughs> yeah, Mulcahy's just going, he's just throwing everything yeah. in there, boom, blending it up, chuck yeah. that in there. Yeah. And that was just, uh, that was bad, poor form. He needed mm. to take a quick. Another cut was like a couple of times he, he flashback, but they went through his eye. You know that the camera would go yeah, towards yeah, his yeah. eye, and then we'd be in the flashback. Mm. Well, we're talking about shit directing. Then <laughs> you, you guys liked the opening fight scene in the car park. Yeah, some of the cuts in that were fucking inexplicable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, they were. guys are two feet away from each other. One falls on the ground. Next minute, he just vanishes into thick air, yeah. thin air, and then he's running at someone from 150 meters away from the other side of the car park. Was that, was that do, supposed on, to show on, that these on, guys could move around? Oh, I don't know. Quickly because there's there's no evidence evidence of that there was one with the Kurgan where he, he he jumps over him or something like that and he yeah. turns around and he's gone. I think Malkay just forgot what he was doing <laughs> at some point. Well, there was one point though, the, the bloke was doing the backflips and then I'm pretty sure one of the cuts was him that was running. So he backflips, runs, backflips. <laughs> oh yeah, no, he does. He backflips so and like, stops and then starts again. So <laughs> but it's the same stock footage you can see. They've yeah. just recycled it from a But once people. again, yeah, Russell, Russell wasn't sure what was going on so yeah. it's probably just bloody... But that guess, sequence, there's there's so many different things of continuity in there as well. There's another one for continuity later on, which is one of the most egregious I've ever seen. But there's bits in that where certain cars get damaged, and then the next scene, they're fine again, the same car. Yeah. And I checked them, like number plates and stuff. Like, they've blown up. <laughs> and then you go back, and the car's fine. Yeah. And then they go to another scene, and it's blown up again. and like It's that all just shit. been shot out of sequence oh, or whatever, and then they've accidentally But it's, it's not for a reason, either. It's yeah. just cutting <clears> for the sake of cutting. Just, yeah. I think it was purely just... Mulcahy was doing so much. He fucking... Lost how do you keep track of it? <laughs> yeah. Where lost was the camera lost. last time? It started here and then it was 50 metres that way when I finished. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, can we reset that? <laughs> um, one, of the, one of the dislikes for me was another idea that I really liked, but it just sort of... It was very limited, was the girl that he saved and then her ending up being his secretary. secretary. Rachel. I thought that was such a good idea and could have, again, highlighted... Mm. 
the whole burden of things. If okay, he could have slowed down for five minutes to get a couple of static shots of two people talking. Um, was their relationship not a little bit cringy though? It was a little bit. There was a part of it where I thought he's this close to kissing her and doing all that sort of oh. stuff, and I thought that's really seedy. If he was a, if she was a little girl, just the awkward face there. touching though. Yeah, yeah. But the if the idea that she stayed with him for that long and he was just you know her protector sort of thing. It would have been really good. Like, a similar thing worked so well in um, the vampire one, Let the Right One In. Yeah. And it fucking, like, I just saw that and I thought, that's another really good idea that was just kind of skipped over so we could get to another sword fight. Good scene, but... But I also think that, um, as I said before, the girl that in the forensics lab who finds the piece of the sword and everything and goes after him... There's no hint of romance Not to me. Not even close. But then they, and then there's a bare ass. <laughs> yeah, there's a bloody bare ass. And then... It's definitely a rapey vibe. What, what would have been better was to have the girl that looked like Heather. Like, yeah. And, and she looks like Heather, and, and he yeah. he kind of projects Latches that love there. Yeah. He sort of mooches on her and, you know, like that sort of thing. That would have worked better. Who's the one that looked like Heather? No, there wasn't. Uh, that's, exactly oh, that's what they should have done. That, that's what they should have done because then we would have at least understood that there yeah, might have been yeah. romance there. Yeah. yeah, it was romance projected from a previous time period, but it was still romance. Yeah, yeah. there was no not a like, a hint of romance. Yeah, I mean, he turned and that goes into full born love. Like it's. Yeah. But what, 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 <laughs> while we're talking about Lambert's uh, pickup skill, though, the first time he tries to hit on her in the bar. He talks about how he was just following her, and then he goes, "I'd like to walk home." Yeah, and it's just yeah. like the cringiest thing. Also, certainly, like, yeah, I'm fine, mate. She throws some money on. He starts following her, cringes her out, and then she follows him. But like afterwards, he gets stabbed or something, and that's when the sex scene happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. stabs yeah. himself. Yeah, yeah. Something like, he, like he shows himself. her yeah, that like, he's immortal. That's his hit. That's and his then he stabs her. I don't want to close the deal. Stab me in the abdomen. We're gonna burn. Let's she go. Loves, she loves history so much. <laughs> <laughs> History. Your penis is a relic. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 600 year old voxel. It just doesn't work with the actual. Does it fold 200 times? Again, the bloke's been around for 400 years. There's got to be a point of self awareness, probably about the 150 year mark, where he thinks. This delivery scaring people. If <laughs> <laughs> I show up in a bar and go, I'd like to walk you home. They say no. You. I've been following you and I want to walk you home in the dark. I mean, it'd be yourself. like Groundhog Day. You'd be able to test things out over and over. <laughs> that's, that's not working. I mean, shouldn't you be saying to Rachel, should I smile more? <laughs> well, the when they're in the, like, yeah, when they're in his yeah, yeah, shop and he's like trying to put the moves on her, and you see Rachel in the background putting this like knowing grin, and it's like she just knows he's gonna fail. Like, there's no way this is gonna work. Yeah. The creeps at it again. <laughs> Fucking Christoph. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, uh, <laughs> I think that's it for me. That's that's all I've got. Yeah, I had one more, and it was the fight scene at the end after it's all done and after the windows are blown out and everything I gave the effect a pass yeah, I, I didn't yeah, really yeah. like those faces and things I think they were kind of cutting edge back in 86 well that's probably. the thing at the time that was kind of pretty pretty good but um, the the wires <laughs> they were just front and centre <laughs> like, there were four shots where you basically he's doing everything but grabbing and swinging <laughs> up <I'm> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I thought um, for you're spending all that money on the effects and you you couldn't try and hide the wires a little yeah, bit yeah, better. Yeah. Like, Got to do something about that. I think. I think one thing that in just in like a petty, but uh, every single fight ended 
with a reverse like spin around slash and yeah. then take your head off with that backward spin. If you've got 300 years to train, find a different fighting style or learn yeah. to defend that block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Put some swords up. One of those two. Put yeah, it up. 300 years Stick it, move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Duck, duck, duck. <laughs> I also like That's right, he's got his back to me. He's going to swing around. You can also invest in maybe like a, a neck, like a neck brace that's metal that's, you know, so people can't cut your fucking head off. That's <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that can kill you. Protect your neck. <laughs> You've got like, to give it to Ned Kelly figured it out. What's wrong with these tickets? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a good point. <laughs> all right, uh, uh, that's all I've got. Yeah, that was me. I've got a few more. <laughs> so, you guys talk about how you like the sword fights. Yeah. The sword choreography <laughs> in these fights, if you actually look what's happening, is reprehensible. It's really bad. A lot of the time what's happening is someone yeah, holding a, a sword up. Yeah, no, no, hang on. <laughs> yeah, and then the other bloke's hitting the sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This bloke's not even, he's just doing this. And he's like, yeah, 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 from side to side. Yeah. Nothing's actually happening. The one up, no the way one anyone's up, actually trying to hit someone. The one up top of the fight with the, uh, up top of the sign, sorry, with the Kurgan, it seemed like he was pushing Lambert to specific places where they knew the sparks were going to go or something. Yeah, yeah. Like you could see they go to one side and then the Kurgan quickly fucking swats it to the other side. Yeah. And zzz, yeah. Zzz. It just, it didn't look like, if you were in a sword fight, you're either trying to lead someone into something or you're trying to actually hit them with your sword. None of it was happening mm. until they got to cut someone's head off. Hey, look, mate, I just wanted two minutes of sparks and then someone's head flying. And I yeah. got it. You just like pretty things, Cox. Yeah. Yes. If you watch the extras, they've got interviews and, and Lambert talks about how. Uh, we trained for three months on the sword fighting. Like that's probably half the budget, right? Yeah. yeah. But the yeah. um, but then like he's so proud of it. Uh, that does not show on screen. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. There's bits when they're on the training things and they're like they'll swing from one side and they'll hit the sword and then you'll obviously get the wrong swing and you'll go swing from the other side and you'll just sort of stop and go oh shit and then go back to the sword side and hit yeah. the sword again. Does um does Connery speak in the extras? No, he's nah, not. Leave it or not, Christoph is available. <laughs> I okay, contacted him and he said, that does not fit within the seven day period. <laughs> <laughs> we had a contract, that contract is over. <laughs> Comic Con wasn't paying enough. <laughs> you guys um, you guys already touched on the special effects. Um, obviously, it's budgetary, but at the start, it looks like a blue worm. Like, it's supposed to be lightning or electricity, it just looks like a blue worm. Yeah. That's not what it looks like. I mean, they were certainly... They, they were cutting edge back then, but they don't pass muster by about 1988. <laughs> so, the last scene... I have a massive problem with the last scene. Obviously, it's a staging thing. It's like, this is spectacular. It's a big neon sign, whatever. But the Kurgan set it up to be up there, right? He uses a fucking long broadsword and then decides to try and trap this bloke where there's bits of steel shit everywhere so he can't swing his sword. Yeah. It's probably one of the worst tactical manoeuvres yeah, I've ever seen. No, no <laughs> tactics. Look, he needed 500 years to perfect the plan. He only had 400, so we just got to yeah. we got to live with that. <laughs> he was a he little bit underdone. He, he could have yeah. caught him in the warehouse, not in the sign. He would have everywhere. he would have wished for another hundred years. Yeah, but you needed the medal for the sparks. Otherwise, I, we don't have a fight I guess scene. The sparks, Jared. Jeez, we sparks. don't have a movie. Sparks. I need more sparks. Don't change back. It's a shit decision. There's a lot more sensible ways to trap a guy. I'm going to pay yeah. five dudes to hold him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just quietly, when I come across the guy on the street, um, I swing to cut his head off with the early blow. I don't then, you know, taunt him and give him a little right. bit of shit. Ah! <laughs> then run yeah. off. And then to wait. I mean, was it? Is it possibly I missed the fact that could you only kill them during the gathering? 
Up until the gathering was when there was only. They get a feeling though, like every single time the fight was about to happen, they feel it. Yeah, they feel sick. You step on a coke can and think, oof, someone's close. Yeah, Yeah, they got an illness sort of feeling. Except the only one time is just before he steals, he kidnaps Brenda. Like he's just lurking in the shadows. <laughs> when they're at the zoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After the tiger sequence, which was also inexplicable. <laughs> yeah, his spidey sense wasn't working there because the no. Kurgan was like two meters away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and afterwards he sort of turns and goes, nah, he's not there. I'm imagining things shaking up. Only 500 years to practice my spidey sense. I still can't. Um, the continuity thing, the big one that really got me, when the Kurgan has what Brenda in the car or whatever her name is and he's driving yeah. around like being a dickhead yeah, and trying to scare him or whatever. At one point he's going no hands and it cuts to a scene where this car clearly pulls out in front of the Kurgan's car, smashes into it, smashes all the front end in, all the headlights and everything. In the next scene, his car's perfectly yeah. fine. Both headlights are intact, no bent on it, nothing. Uh, that is just... It should <laughs> never happen. Like, really bad. Budgetary, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going, You guys, budgetary. There's a lot of handballing going on. Look, Mulcahy's not known for, for attention to detail. <laughs> he definitely isn't. Did, so. you like the, did you like the old granny, though? Yeah, he's around. Oh, yeah. Throws her on the front of the car. Throws her on the front of windscreen. What they do, what they do, it's clearly a man. Yeah. They cover her head with her dress. (laughs) Why is she wearing a bonnet? It's clearly a bloke. It's so good. The stunt Um, work, magic. The only last one I had was the prize at the end. What's the fucking point? Yeah, what? They can talk to world leaders. They can help people make... Talk to world world leaders and diplomats. That's why he had to... Is that what he said? No one wants that. No one wants that job. It's like a curse. Come on. You've got to be able to talk. You can be a politician and you can die. That's what you win. And you know everything. They didn't have Twitter back then. Come on. It's a bit of a fizz about like you think 500 years, I've fucking finally done it. Yeah, yeah. You get electrocuted and then you're normal. But smart. That's not. Yeah, that was. Yeah, but Freddie had already told you. Who wants to live forever? That's right. It's a burden. It is a curse. It is a curse. Now that's all I had. But uh, fuck. Fuck, you're angry about it. I was laughing you, too much. You guys are getting too many free fucking parts. Yeah. Well, I'd watch Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man twice before I got oh, no. <laughs> Get off. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, <laughs> is, that the, uh, is that the end of the, oh, end of the affair? Is it? Oh, think no more? It. No more? It's the end of this portion. All right. Okay. The podcast can't go through. Give us back on his steel horse. Fuck you, bloke. <laughs> All right. Um, it's better to be alive and uncool. <laughs> Than immortal and a fucking idiot. We're going to take a break and come back with some discussion about. Movie soundtracks. I believe it's the movie soundtrack draft. Is that correct? Yeah, I think we're going to do it. All right, we'll be back in a sec.
Alright, after watching Highlander, uh, which has a pretty kick-ass soundtrack, we've decided to uh, pull in a, uh, a list of top soundtracks floating around and do a little bit of draft. Some, some top soundtracks. <laughs> <laughs> some top soundtracks, some... It's a random pool, let's be honest. It's not the be-all and end-all. We didn't go soundtrack. deep, uh, that deep, but we've got uh, a list of 12, and then we're going to do a little bit of draft work. Everyone gets picks. We're going to go through it bit by bit, right? Now, this is how it's going to roll down. Maddie's going to go first, is that correct? Yes? Yep. Maddie's going to go first because it's his pick, Highlander. And then from there, we're just going to rotate around the table. So me next. Gibbo last because he hated Gibbo. Highlander. <laughs> Screwed himself over for the draft. <laughs> and then back we go. <laughs> so pretty simple, simple stuff. But should we run through the... Who's on the board? Yeah, who's on the board? This is who we've got on the board. I no, do, this is the research phase. In no particular order, okay? It'd be exhaustive knowing us. <laughs> first, first list, Adam Googled. <laughs> yeah, oh, that list looks good. Former on it. Brilliant. Okay, Top Gun, obviously known for Take My Breath Away, Danger Zone, Playing With The Boys. That's probably the... The king of that soundtrack. Couple of deep cuts though. Otis Redding. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, guys. It goes, goes into old bay. school. Great balls of fire. Yes. It's gonna be hot pig. Yeah, it, it does. It's it's got got plenty of clout behind. Mm. It's got a high upside. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can shoot from all all sections of the court. Yeah. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop, which is obviously Heat Is On, Neutron Dance, Axle F. Stir it up. Stir it up. Stir it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a solid album too. It's a solid album. Yeah. Uh, the Lost Boys. <laughs> one dimensional. This one's been plied as trade in Europe. It's <laughs> 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 now finally put its name up to the draft. A few YouTube videos. <laughs> <get around. laughs> Mostly against high school competition. Yeah, we've seen two YouTube videos. Well, this is all right. <laughs> it's obviously got Good Times by uh, Jimmy Barnes and In Excess. It's the Bruno Caboclo of this draft. <laughs> two years away from being two years away. <laughs> Rocky Four. Ooh. Ooh. No easy way out, Robert Tepper. Burning heart, hearts on fire. Everything's on fucking this fire. Is the, this is the one. Technicality. <laughs> this is the, this is the one that had good college numbers. But when you stand it up to um, pro level, its brother, it might the previous, come the previous, <laughs> previous part of its family was a better, it was a better fit. But it's. I'd say this is a Jimmy Fredette. Yeah, <laughs> once 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 you start to pick the game apart a little bit, it's. Uh, it's Trouble basically, <laughs> but it's got it's got a couple of real like thrill me soundtrack staples. Robert Tepper, <laughs> two's tracks from Survivor. Yes, it's got James Brown cutting it up with oh, Living in America. America. It's got oh, some good yeah. moves. That's yeah. Nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, look, it, it, it can go down low in the post, but it can also take yes. <laughs> Problem is, it can't hit him. <laughs> no name value there. Um, scream. Which is actually a bit of a smoky for Sleeper. me because I like um, I like the old Red Right Hand by um, mm. Nick Cave mm-hmm. and the the acoustic version of Don't Fear the Reaper is on it, mm. which is just awesome. Like, yeah, it's really really good. And it snuck a bit of um, a couple of couple of tracks of the time. Moby leading us off on the credits Did and it? things like that. Yeah, yeah. Which Moby song is it? Um, I think it's one of his lesser ones, but it's the one that plays over the end credits when the, everything's done in the house. Oh, yeah. yeah. Couple we, of uh, we all haven't seen Scream eighteen um, times. No, <laughs> school's out. School's out. Yeah, yeah. School's Alice out. Cooper. Then it's about uh, twenty. Of course, we've got Highlander, which is four songs from Queen. Yeah, Just nothing. ripping <laughs> songs, <laughs> ripping. Uh, Godzilla from nineteen ninety eight. Mm. Had a bit mm. of Puff Daddy. 
Yeah, that right. And that was one of those. Jimmy Page, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah Jimmy Page. Track it had, Jimmy um, Page. It had Heroes by the Wallflower. Yeah, had tracks from Green Day, Silverchair. Okay. It had some good ones on it. It was one of those event soundtracks. Like, Hang on, the, which Silverchair album were you talking about? Was it off Frog Song or was un, it off? It was called Untitled Song, I think. Oh, it okay. A, it's not a bad It's tune. not a bad tune, yeah. It's a good one. And Green Day was Brain Stew, but they mixed it up for the, for the movie or something. Okay. This guy was hyped. I believe this 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 uh, this draft pick was hyped. He's yeah. pretty hyped up. Everyone was expecting it to go high. Mm. Batman Forever. Hmm? <laughs> First of all, what a film! <laughs> Every time I hear that, I just want to take my shirt off and do kung fu. <laughs> uh, it's got uh, Kiss from a Rose, and it's obviously you too as well, hasn't it? Yeah, hold me, thrill me, kiss, kiss me, me, kill me. me. Yeah. Uh, Great song title. Yep. Rolls right off the tongue. <laughs> they obviously watched the movie too because they wanted to be killed within four lines. So. Are, are you sure that they weren't caked to the eyeballs? <laughs> and then, you know, coming out of large lemons and all sorts of shit that wouldn't open? <laughs> no, I think it was about the same time. Uh, uh, Maximum Overdrive, which yeah. is essentially an ACDC album. It was similar to Queen. It was kind yeah, of just, just ACDC, ACDC album. album. A couple of tracks that they'd already done. Then Who Made Who was the original with a couple of instrumentals. Yeah. Now, Terminator 2, this is a bit of an interesting one because it's got one great move, You Could Be Mine. It's got a go-to move. Oh, but it's also got a really awesome um, theme. Yeah, the theme to Terminator is really good, yeah. Judgment Night, I know we talked about this when we did the actual episode. It was the one where they put the rap and rock songs together. So it was a, it was a bit like, you know, it was um, breaking down the you know, barriers. It was a Dirk yeah, yeah. style. That's it. Character. Seven footer Seven foot three long shit. range. <laughs> the prototype. <laughs> yeah. The last one is Kill Bill. Tarantino always has good soundtracks. This stuff. one's excellent. As per The Jizzer. I saw I saw a great one we left off the list. Oof. Pulp fiction. Yeah, that is a winner too. Shit, that would have been a high pick. That would have been a high pick. Not a it's, it's in next year's draft. It didn't declare yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, unfortunately it decided to stay in college for next year. Yeah, went back to school. All right, okay, so we've run out the the key players. Manny gets the first pick in the draft. What are you going No for? pressure. I might a gentleman, but uh, going with the theme of this evening, the uh, inaugural pick of the uh, soundtrack draft <laughs> will be... Highlander. <laughs> <laughs> Never Freddie Mercury's <laughs> timeless lyrics. The, uh, the mix of pathos and raw, raw power. <laughs> Take me to another place. Someone, give him a microphone. <laughs> Takes me to Scotland today. There were the Spanish people running around. And then yanks me back to Madison Square Garden during the wrestling. And... <laughs> <laughs> uh, it just makes me want to chop off someone's head with a sword. Through a rollercoaster of emotion. <laughs> Alright, so Highlanders, Highlanders, Highlanders out. Number one pick, taken. Mm. Uh, you guys don't seem too disappointed about that. Um, <laughs> no, nah, look, I, 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 I was Maybe. hovering, I was hovering around it, but uh, I, I had my eyes locked on Top Gun. That's so the I've pick. taken that as a number two pick. Yeah. I mean, anything yeah. has got a double Kenny Loggins in it. Oh, um, oh. Film clips that make you want to laugh. <laughs> I think there was a few question, been a few question marks about a previous knee injury. That yeah, yeah. Look, he dropped, he dropped slightly <laughs> out of the top. But um, when but you go deep, there's a lot of there's a lot there. Look, <laughs> it's a Kevin Durant versus Greg Oden situation here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top you've, well. you've managed to get a theme, a pretty decent theme as well. Yeah, yeah. and then a couple of classics. Yeah, couple of logins. And look, the favorites. fact is, Top Gun has been you know is a staple of the of the soundtrack 
the soundtrack album ever since mm. it came out. So mm. I think knowing you, you though, it's it's come out as a good pick, but really you were just mesmerised by playing with the boys. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking it. Bang. Beach volleyball. Pretty much Highlander, but just with the Kenny Loggins. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jared, number three pick. I'm gonna take, and I think you blokes will think I'm reaching, but I'm going Beverly Hills Cop. No one thinks you're reaching. No, no, no one I, thinks I'm reaching. No, right? no, I, I think I, I think thought I was ahead of the game. I, I, I was, <laughs> I was also interested in Beverly Hills Cop, but I just yeah. thought Top Gun had a better upside. Classic theme. Are you um, younger? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my my problem is mine probably doesn't develop, probably doesn't age as well as yours because no. all you know, heat is on, stir it up. They're all sort of of the time. Yes. But I'll take it. I'll yeah, take you'll it. take it. Take it. Good one. All right, Gibbo. All right. In the Back rough patch, year four. Well, I'd say it's a, it, the, the draft was three deep at the top, and now we drop down the next tier. Yeah. So it's a, it's a great draft to have the fourth and fifth pick in. Um, you just sort of stuck with the best of the rest, so. Um, what do you got? What do you got? For the four, oh, I was tempted to go one way, but I'll go the safer bet here. This is this is like Minnesota taking two point guards at once, yeah. one after the other. Ricky Rubio and Johnny fucking Flynn. That really worked out for them, so I'll do the same. I'll go with Kill Bill yep. in the number four slot. I like some old, some of the older style stuff. Yeah. Very very cool cruises. You know, a lot of re-listenability. Mate, there. this guy's oh, done four years station. college. Yeah, <laughs> he's ready to go. Yeah. Season to go. It's a Damien Lillard pick. Yeah. Um, got him in number four instead of number seven. It's fine. Yeah. So we still track. <laughs> <laughs> got some good stuff on there. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Who's right. going at five? Number five. Now this is a reach. This this is a this is a potential pick. <laughs> Is it? Or is no. This, is this Anthony Bennett? <laughs> Anthony Bennett? No, this is Anthony Randolph. Uh, and this is purely because I'm a fucking sick, sicko in the head. Um, I'm going Rocky 5. Rocky, Rocky 4, sorry. Rocky 4. Rocky 5. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, 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 let me tell you something. Rocky 5 went undrafted. Mate. So yeah. I think it's like... Rocky 5's in the Rocky 4. Rocky now, 4, mate. Let me just say this. Rocky 4 is a show, mate. Right? Fuck yeah. Rocky 4 is a show, mate. But White chocolate. There might, be, <laughs> there might be some upside to Rocky Four. No, look, Rocky Four will get you a ton of points, but they're inefficient. <laughs> it's going to take forty shots to get you forty percent. I've got it. It's Rudy Gay. <laughs> Makes his team worse, but gets you some numbers. Yeah, pretty much okay. it. I'm yeah. Look, I'm not going to lie. If Robert Teffer came in and started belting out no easy way out, I'm I'm up. Yeah. I'm clapping, I'm fist pumping. So, you know, look, if Teffer had a Worked out with you? <laughs> You'd have picked it. Wouldn't yeah, you? <laughs> Knowing that the snake draft was happening, I was I was banking on Gibbo wasting one of his picks on Rocky. <laughs> you know what? Which, which came to fruition. And the other one was one that I was not going to take. So I, I, this worked out for me. This was my plan all along. Okay. I'm going with Danny Ainge. <laughs> I'm going with maximum overdrive. Oh, mate, you are going with the Bruiser. Oh, the Bruiser. It's, just, uh, it's look. It's a shit. Movie, um, <laughs> but the soundtrack gave us one of ACDC's best original tracks. Yep. Who made who? And then piles on. Piles you on a couple of you night long, night long. Bells. Couple of instrumental tracks that are just, as you said, just classic bruiser banging in the post. Yeah, old yeah. school, old school game. It still gets the job done. Okay? <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. what I'm going with. Maximum overdrive. We should right. clarify for people that don't know what we're talking shit about in the background. We're all. Got a bit of a basketball fandom thingy because we're talking about a draft stuff and just dropping names like people know what we're on about. Some real deep cuts here, and no, most people wouldn't have a clue what we're on about. So. You can go and look it up. If you're, if you're bored enough, it's basketball. There'll be some crossover. Don't worry, don't worry. I'll get to it, mate. I'll get to it. I'll put it in the opening, the show notes. Warning. Basketball reference. Basketball. There you go. 
Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go right out there. I'm going with an, another flare guy. Oh <laughs> <laughs> great, Batman forever. Oh, so um, flare guy is uh, code for I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it just shoots to all day and night. Not much else. Looks good doing it. I believe it. Yeah, kiss from a rose. Yep. Um, hold me, thrill me, kiss me, kill me. Yep. You too. Gotham City. No. No. <laughs> that's no on, Gotham City. That's on Batman and Robin. Possibly oh. <laughs> a worse movie. Yeah, you've got you've uh, you've got one of those blokes that was listed at seven foot. And he comes over and he's <laughs> six foot four. You've got buyer's remorse. Uh, you know, anyone interested in a late draft trade <laughs> situation? <laughs> the way Okay, Eddie, back uh, on deck. Oh well, I'm going. I can't pass up the big man in the middle. I'm going uh, for Godzilla. Godzilla ninety eight. Just um, I've got to I've got to match up my my puff daddy with my free merchant. <laughs> <laughs> the match ready it is. A lot of potential there. <laughs> Underrated selection for mine. But so you got a double deeper, selection. Deeper than it should have been. You got a double selection. You're back to back here. <coughs> do I do? And uh, I'm just going to go for iconic. I can't can't pass up T two. And even just for the film clip of. Uh, Arnie waltzing around a, a Guns N' Roses concert filled with about 20 people. <laughs> yeah, so I'm probably putting this CD just on repeat on the one yeah, track, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but I'm going to roll with it. Yep. I stick by my decision. Again, this, this guy is one-dimensional. Well, that's what we're getting. We're down to the, the, the point of the draft. This is meat where, and potatoes. Yeah, we're, we're, we're addressing need. <laughs> you need, you need a bit of hard rock from a bloke that punched Tommy Hilfiger. You've got it. <laughs> I got punched by Tommy Hilfiger. Oh, punched, sorry, that's right. <laughs> Sure, that's no strength. That's even there, worse. Okay, I'm back on. I'm going with Scream. I feel as mm. I've looked at the last three picks. This is the best of the picks. Sleeper. The sleeper pick. It definitely fell. A bit of character is Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. Look. Possible marijuana. Yeah, <laughs> possibly killed a few people in college. Or high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it came from Last Chance U, I think. <laughs> yeah, look, I've picked Scream just because, you know, I looked at the rest of them. I just felt, well, Scream will do a solid... Bench job for me. Mm. It's about need, yep. Pure need. It's got some Stone Cold Classics on it, mate. It has, yeah. So, yep, good selection. Okay, this is the nitty gritty. <laughs> it's a real arm wrestle here for me to give up. To just flip a coin as to which one you don't want, really. I don't want either of them. Look, I'm going Judgment Night. Just because it's brought something to the table that wasn't really done before, and I'm intrigued right. by what, what could possibly happen. I probably only listened to one song off it, but I'm going to give it a trial at training camp and see how it goes. Okay, basically, is it not likely to make the roster? It's not likely to make the roster. Look, I'll take one one song, and then I'll sort of you know. Thanks very much. <laughs> give well, that leaves you with the Lost Boys. Yeah. So this is no Isaiah Thomas. We'll be honest. <laughs> this is going to be a, uh, a three year stash in China. It's <laughs> hope for some development. Hopefully there's a player under there somewhere, but I'm not saying it. Uh, <laughs> you did get good times, though. You did. You did. So you'll give you one nice game in Summer League, and that'll be it. <laughs> yeah. Great. Great. Now, right. I, okay. believe, I believe you were asking for a... You were quickly looking for a fucking... Were you looking for a late trade? And, and uh, switch someone else in, in there. You wanted to ditch uh, Lost Boys for something, didn't you? Oh no! Well, I mean, yeah, like I said, the, the, the obvious there's some obvious admissions, but that wasn't on the list, mate. It's not in this year's draft, right? So I'm okay. sticking with Jeremy Pargo, and I'll stick him in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right, so that's the that is the soundtrack draft. Just to run through it again. Number one pick was Highlander. No, we should run through who, who had who on their team. Okay, so we, do. we don't even name names. Okay, <laughs> Matty K's squad included number one pick, which was Highlander. He then picked up Godzilla and T2. So he went, he went with a double big man package. Yeah, yeah. I had Top Gun. Batman forever. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Look, look. I'm, I'm on a two to three year build, rebuilding process here. Look, you, your first pick nailed it. Yeah. Your second pick was really the important one to sort of set yourself up with some stability. And you've gone with Batman forever. <laughs> I think your third pick's better than your second pick. Yeah, it was, definitely. Look, Top Gun, Top Gun is a franchise player. Franchise player. No doubt about it. And the screen, other two? your screen pick may mean that you've... Batman Forever pick is forgotten. Yeah, it's possible. Basically. Okay. Jared, you had Beverly Hills Cop, another potential franchise. Mm-hmm. Maximum Overdrive, who I'm going to say, I reckon he might be Blue a bit of a fool. Yeah, nice. he might, he's, Blue he fell out. He fell <laughs> out. Fell but out. He's, he's got Donovan it. Mitchell. Thank you, Rocky Four. Thank and you. then Judgment Night, Ooh, who I yes. think Judgment Night is really just a project. Yeah, definitely. It's a prospect. Give you had Kill Bill and Rocky Four. And the last morning, you've had a bit of a rough trot there. Oh, the fourth and fifth pick in the three-day draft, mate. What do you want to say? We're yeah. going to call you the pro, uh, the process. We, yeah. Still going it. Hinky is fucking very proud right now. I'm playing the last. It's another he- top-heavy draft next year, and I'm going for the number one pick. So you're going to go in and break uh, Kill Bill's knee for the season? No, he's already out. Gone. Yeah. All right, so that is the soundtrack draft. Uh, if... You want to get in touch with us? Send us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au. Like us on Facebook, Thrill Me Podcast Australia, or on Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com. Maddie, thank you very much for being here, mate. I'm not as thankful for the film, but I'm glad that you were here to cover it. <laughs> Honor and it. pleasure. Honor and pleasure. Thanks for having uh, me. It was really, really good to have you, mate. Next episode is I Know What You Did Last Summer. We didn't get your say-so on this. How do you feel about that? Oh, it's fine. Are you happy with that? That's fair. I don't know if you guys have yeah, a yeah, number I'm in. Um, <laughs> yeah, but you're still yeah. treating that like it was a gift. <laughs> it is. <laughs> a gift that keeps taking. <laughs> <laughs> cat leaves on your doorstep. They're very proud of the gift, but you don't know why. <laughs> but until next episode, take it easy, and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.